All right. How about this scenario? It is 2018, and the United States of America has gone stateless. No government. Freedom. And all the white people are going to round up all the black people and enslave them. These are the words, not exactly, but this is what a friend of mine told me. He wrote to me and told me that what I am advocating, if you don't know by now, I advocate peace. I advocate freedom. And freedom, you can't have freedom with government. It's unfortunate, but yes, that is the truth. You can't have peace with government. Government itself is immoral, right? It's violent. So, anyway, so I advocate peace, freedom. And he says, well, without government, okay, let me try to say exactly what he says. <laughs> oh my God. He says, God, God, I better read this. Hang on. I think it's going to be more interesting. You are in the U.S. now enjoying the freedom that law guarantees in a racially charged society of black-white dichotomy, and you are campaigning against law. Let me tell you, as soon as you succeed with this campaign, be ready to relocate to the moon because those whites will turn you to a slave and nobody to question them. So if you are a white person listening to this, and you are a U.S. citizen. Well, this is for you. Being black from Africa. Well, I'm going to tell you that uh, my friend says uh, you will enslave me and the rest of the black community in the U.S., black race, into slavery. Of course, that will never happen. Well, the reason that will almost 100% not happen is one, because In the United States, right, both blacks and whites can own, keep a weapon for their protection. So if anyone, not just black or white or anyone, if anyone tries to do anything to you, you can protect yourself. So it's not like we're going to go... Um, uh, the whites are going to go into our rooms and just cage up all cage us all and just grab us like uh like basically they did um during slavery which 
there were more black slaveholders than there were whites. But that's a story for another time. So it's not like, you know, we are all chained up and the white people here in the U.S. will go and basically collect us. No, that is not going to happen. Um, people will defend uh, themselves because they have the ability to own, to own a weapon. It's not going to be like uh, what happened uh, back in the days when slavery was legal here in the U.S. So that is one. Two, it's not like people's morality suddenly will change because there's no government. So if you don't believe that rape is good, if you believe that rape is bad, and of course the government says rape is bad, and then all of a sudden, if there's no government, you won't suddenly start to think rape is good now. It does not happen that way. Or, for example, you live in the United States and you go to some stateless land. There are actually, although they are debatable, uh, countries um, that are kind of a geographical area that are kind of looking to form their own country. They are not country yet. Uh, for example, I think uh, Freedom Land, is that what it's called? I do not remember. There are a couple of them that want to form their own country, although the parent, the owner of that geographical area are not allowing that for the moment. So all of a sudden, uh, you are in the U.S. where there's government and laws and all of these things, when you go to this, con uh, to this geographical area where there's kind of absence of government and people are walking into forming one, uh, for example, this one that I knew already has a president, uh, they have their representative ambassadors to other countries and so on and so forth, and so on and so forth. So you, for example, you, you are from here, you go to that kind of geographical places, and all of a sudden, now you believe rape is good. It does not happen that way. And this is... When people say... When you tell people you advocate a stateless society, a society that is governed by peace, immediately people think of chaos. People think of lawlessness. That's what comes to mind. And this fear of lack of protection is like taking your too old child and drop them in the middle of the desert. Or let's say three or four year old dropping them in the middle of the desert with the hot scorching sun, no water, no food, and you tell them you are on your own. I mean, if they grabs 
the idea of what desert is usually at that time they are a little bit of where where food comes from and where they can get food and all of that man they will go berserk no one wants to stay without food water very hot no shelter so it's like you are taking people and dropping them taking them taking their five-year-old self and dropping them onto a desert hey let's add one more fun to the analogy with tigers around snakes that are ready to eat you so it's like taking people taking five their five-year-old self and taking them into the middle of the desert that's what I feel that's what people that's how people react when you tell them about stealing society so completely emotions will take over first usually our emotions um, are the first to kick in and they are done so for our protection. Um, so that's how people feel. Um, now, and that is absolutely not, unfortunately, this is something that is real. People feel like that. So, as, as someone who I am into this, I want to kind of allay the fears of people by talking to them through this. I understand that and I accept that. But that's how I feel. That... Uh, that's what I think people are reacting to. They are reacting to that sudden sense of security that they thought they had. And all of a sudden, it's not there. It's completely emotional, not rational. When you go to my mother's village, for example, and you tell them you are going to abolish the police or the Department of Transportation or the Department of Education, they're like, okay, sure. You know why? Because there's absolutely no impact of these departments in Nigeria, in my mother's village. Can I show you almost zero impact? People in my mother's village and my father's village basically almost live stateless. You can have any business you like. You can nobody's taxing you. But of course, you are under the country Nigeria and you have to use money, government money, the Naira. And you are affected by 
the inflation, deflation, all of that, currency manipulation. That is really the biggest impact. Otherwise, there is absolutely almost no impact to these people. They go to farm, they mostly feed their families with the proceeds from their farming. They sell some of it and buy things they don't have. Like in my village, we do not do, we do not have uh, palm oil. So every week, people, you can go to a bigger market buy uh, palm oil. So when you tell people there, they will absolutely not react. The way people, for example, in the U.S. or the way people in Nigeria even that had lived in the city. If you grew up in the city like me and you tell me, well, all of a sudden you're not going to have police, I'm going to have a knee-jerk knee reaction of, oh my God, who will protect me, you know, all of this. I'm saying this to shine light on the bias our, that can go through our mind. And those are real. If you are having that right now, if by telling you that we need to have a steady society, a society without a government, and your emotions are taking over, you are feeling, oh my God, who will provide this? Who will do this? That is, if you already believe that the state is immoral, right? You believe that the state is immoral, but you are not 100% sure you want to switch because you don't know how uh, a stateless society can provide security, national defense, and all of these things, how to help the poor. I completely understand. We've grown up in basically in in control of others our whole the whole of human existence from kings and queens all the different kinds to democracies mostly now so hopefully we'll be moving towards the freedom direction but I completely don't understand and that's what happened to this my friend he reacted, not based on reasons, obviously, not based on facts. Um, based on emotions. He thinks that uh, with no state, the whites in America will round up the black and imprison them and enslave them. And that is not true. I will 100% take that chance. Because I know that won't happen for the reasons I gave. So I really want to expose that bias in us. And it's real. I'm not saying it's not real. What you feel is real. That genuine fear of survival. Of who is going to provide security. That is true. 
But that is because of the condition that our whole society has placed upon, we have placed upon ourselves of having people to always rule over us. But when you, when you think logically, you would see that a stateless society is would be a lot safer. I experienced I, I, I experienced it firsthand. People in my village, although you can argue that my village is still under Nigeria, so therefore we are we are being provided with security. Let's say Cameroon wants to over wants to take us over. But before Nigeria came, tribal the history of tribes in Nigeria. Nigeria Nigerians before the arrival of government usually had lived within their tribes. So as a Hausa, you would live among houses. Only few few towns had had that diversity of different people because of trade. For example, Kano City. Otherwise, mostly the Igbos would live in Igbo land within themselves. People don't intermarry. And that's how all these different tribes come about because people don't intermingle, people separated and develop their own different tribes, different languages. Within a tribe, for example, in my mother's, in my mother's village, people lived peacefully. You really, if you are from here, and you're wondering how a stateless society would work, go to a village in Africa. Go to my mother's village and see how people lived, are living without government, no central authority. I mean, there's a ceremonial king. It's just ceremonial. He has no power over you, your family, nothing. No taxation. You can have your business do your business, do whatever you want. And it's very peaceful. Very, very peaceful. I lived there for almost a year when I was little. And I still have all the good memories, which mostly are, I can't remember. I can't remember some negatives. I mean, there are, I was afraid of this really big bug that comes at night. We really do not have toilets in my village because of the nature of the soil. You can't build a toilet to stand. And people don't have, uh, can't afford cement or concrete, so things like that. So you have to go to the bush and use, help yourself. So at night, uh, I do not like those bugs because they are out there trying to feed as well. Other than that, no war, no conflict, nothing. Absolutely peaceful. And that is because without government, people have morality. Yes, without government, if, you, if your source of morality says violence is bad, you are still going to continue to uphold that.
you're not gonna suddenly change you're still gonna think violence is bad this is very critical to understand right now you know why we have government because our morality says we should that's why we are having it because our morality is violence is embedded in our morality and that's why we have government if everybody understands that government is violence and people don't like violence government will go so it's because we like violence our cultures violence is embedded in it that's why we have government so if we change our morality and we adopt stately societies we change our morality to non-violence and we adopt a stately society we are going to live peaceful so this is real fears among people even I've, I've spoken to some people, they understand that government is violence, but they can't. You've just broken their, one of the biggest belief. And it's hard for their brain to reconcile. I'm still struggling with it. It's not been long that I accepted that, yes, government is violence. I used to advocate for defense, police, and courts. But I thought, how would you use violence to, to cure violence? That doesn't make sense. Why would you rape a woman to cure her from being raped? You only added to her misery or his misery. So my point, I totally understand if you feel like that. You're not alone. Uh, if you want to talk, uh, you are f feel free. I can talk to you, whether off or on the show. I enjoy doing this, as you might have noticed. And if you are already on the side of, you accepted the fact and you reconcile it in your mind that government is violence, and you encounter people that have this emotional outburst, I understand too. Be patient with them reason through them, you are not alone. I really appreciate you listening. If you find this material useful, please feel free to share. Thank you. Talk to you soon.